I need you to listen to this for me. Like we're friends and, and I feel like this could really help you if you listen to this podcast episode. She read some Harry Potter fan fiction and that's not that's not clean stuff. I know what goes on on those websites. So. Like they'll give somebody like a three-piece suit and a pocket watch or something. And you're like, what do you mean? This is his new look. How could that be his new look? You know, someone turns a corner to their cat and the cat says, well, hi, like a Southern gentleman. And I love that. Hello, everyone, and welcome to People You May Know. This week, I have on my friend Andrew, whose last name I will not say because he asked that I keep his identity a secret due to a very upsetting story he tells during the episode about putting a nude-ish Jessica Alba screensaver on his family computer, which makes perfect sense to me. It's the most horrifyingly embarrassing thing I've ever heard of someone doing, and it shows very poor judgment. When he first told me this story, I thought, wow, what a lunatic. Who would do such a thing? But then I remembered that my own brother had a similar sort of photo on our family computer. The screensaver I got to live with featured Stacy Keebler. She's somehow involved in wrestling. I don't really know her role. She seems to just be there to interact in a way that some of the fans may enjoy due to her face and hair and body. So this image of Fun Stacy, as I called her at the time, was was very unusual in, in my memory. In my memory, Stacy is leaning up against a sliding glass door in an empty house, like maybe a house being shown by a real estate agent. She's leaning up against the sliding glass door. She's wearing a bikini or something like that. And the disturbing part for me as a teen was that you could see her vag fat from the back. That's my understanding of the female anatomy anyway. There's there's a fat vagina which, if viewed from the back, can be alluring. I didn't love seeing this every day, but I I feel like it speaks to a boldness in human males that we've really, we've really got to start trying to get rid of. Like how in dogs and cats and horses and pretty much every male animal, they cut off their balls because if they don't, they'll be absolutely insufferable fighting all the other animals and having sex with all the other animals and just being an aggressive asshole. I think we need to recognize that human males have these traits also, and maybe it's time to do a little castration. Maybe then they'd think twice before making the family computer fucking screensaver a pornographic image because they need their mother and their sister to know what they're jerking off to. I mean, trust me, look, I care about my brother as much as the next girl. And of course I want to know what turns him on, what gets him off. But I want to find his porn in his dresser organically. I don't want to have to see it every time I log on to AIM to talk to my crush.
Welcome to the show. My guest today is Andrew. Hello, Valerie. Thank you for having me. First, I want to talk about how we know each other. Now, what's what's interesting is that I talked to Miranda yesterday, and when I asked her how we know each other, she said that she does not tell people <laughs> how she knows us, our group of friends, because she finds it very embarrassing. Hmm. How do you feel about it? I don't think I find it embarrassing, but I, I haven't really told people about uh, the rest, you know, the, the group of friends. It doesn't come up much, but... Uh, you don't even talk about us at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, complete silence about uh, about the friends. I don't know, when would, it, when would I be talking, when would it come up? Okay, so here is when, when one of us says something funny and you run down and tell your mom, <laughs> you're not going to believe what my friend Valerie just said. I have never done that. You're no. Okay. I, wow. I do that a lot. <laughs> I, she does. She does know about the group. Okay. Because I explained that, you know, we've met up before. Right. So I, I gave a, a brief explanation. You couldn't just tell her that you were uh, running away to America and not give any more information. So that you had <laughs> to tell her then that you had internet friends, but otherwise you've kept mum <laughs> to mum. Yeah, that's true. She doesn't, um, she doesn't need to know. She's a, it's on a need to know basis. I oh, think. in that case, she needed to know. Okay. Yeah. And you know, that's interesting that you say need to know basis, because I think now maybe it's a good time for me to share with the listeners how you look, your webcam situation. <laughs> your... You you wanted the webcam on. I was I was coming in without the webcam on. No, I want to see is... you partially so I can make fun of you. You have to understand I need these opportunities. <laughs> anywhere I can anywhere I can get an opportunity to make fun of you, I'm gonna take it. So you have a tint happening it it could be a red light special situation a sort of prostitution allure okay and the colors are changing now um that i don't appreciate <laughs> this isn't a disco buddy the red light behind you with your black shirt makes you look like a hacker from a movie or someone who is otherwise computer savvy so when you say things like the spy type thing it feels very right but i would like to maybe discuss some of the experiences that we have shared together before going any further so we did we have vacationed together that's true in los angeles and new york very exotic so we were just there, just us for what was it? Was it three days, five days? It was a while, I think, that it was just us. I think it was, yeah, three days, just us, and then the weekend, everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we went to Thai food, and we went to Disneyland, and we watched the movie Wanderlust. These are the only things I remember. And the, we also watched the, the movie, uh, it was a horror movie, where the lady, there's a devil or something. You showed it to me. You said it was good. The house, house of something. House of the devil. That could be it. Yeah, house of the devil. That's a good one. Ty West. D did you think it was good? I don't recall. I fell asleep for most of it. I think you fell asleep. I let you do that. I let you get away with that. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> Woke you up by screaming in your face. Seems more <laughs> like how that would have gone. Okay, and then we went to Disneyland, and that was 
very fun because I I feel like one of our biggest bonds is that we both really hate everyone a little bit. I mean, sometimes you have some weird, you accept people that, and it's very surprising. Sometimes you decide to be nice, but I think in general, that's probably true. So it was nice at Disneyland hating people. So we're going to start with an icebreaker. Okay. So that you can get some energy up. So we feel more comfortable being silly. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Have you been drinking? Uh, I have not. Only some ginger ale earlier. All right. So you're not going to slowly descend into madness. Mm -hmm. I can't decide if that's disappointing or, or not. Okay. Which is worse? People who believe in ghosts or people who think reality shows are real? People who believe in ghosts. Explain why. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> well, well, ghosts are not real, obviously not real. And reality shows might be real. They're certainly presented as real. So oh. I think it's much clearer that one is more, one is less real than the other. And they should understand that. Well, what about the reality shows that are clearly not real, like Pawn Stars? And these sorts of ones where they they clearly set up the entire scenario and the actors, like, they're not even good at pretending that this is real at all. Mm. Does that change things? In in those scenarios, I think I would judge the person equally to a, a ghost believer. Okay. 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 Which is worse? A child squealing with glee or crying loudly? <laughs> uh, crying loudly, I think. Okay, crying. You, so you don't mind it. like, you're my fault. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it was fine, but I would prefer it to crying. That's good. This was a test. Okay, good. Which is worse, people who tag celebrities when they mention them on social media or people who take indulgent selfies with their pets? Hmm. The tagging the celebrities because it's a sort of, it's a kind of... Uh, desperation that I think the selfie doesn't show. Yes. You know, they both do have some desperation, but the celebrity one, it's extreme. It's desperation. And then there's also that little bit of hope that the celebrity actually gives a shit, which makes it so much sadder. Yes, certainly. Okay. Ricky Gervais talking about atheism (laughs) or a 20 year old actress talking about skincare. Mm. Mm, that's a tricky one. I think I quite like Ricky Gervais, despite his many flaws. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to really pick him as the one I dislike more. Uh, yeah. But he is very insufferable when he talks about atheism. So let's, yeah. So what does that sound like? Can you, can you role play can you <laughs> Ricky Gervais for a moment talking about atheism? Oh, oh I, mate. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I didn't do a very good Ricky Gervais. Okay. Um, that felt a little offensive to British mm. people, I have to say. Andrew. <laughs> have you seen the, the picture of him on the cross of course it's, a, it's a very, such a good picture it's amazing he, his face it's really his face shows that there's no irony to it whatsoever and <laughs> makes it very hard to look at i'm i'm going to pick the actress i think I just, okay yeah. okay just because i i can't fully dislike ricky gervais really Okay, so just to go through it again, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a quick role play. Okay, so the actress okay. talking about skincare would say something like, 
I just drink a lot of water, keep your skin and your cells hydrated, get good sleep. And I just use sunscreen. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's all you need. Versus Ricky Gervais of like, well, it's just, it's logical. And so science is science, <laughs> right? And religion. No, not so much. No. <laughs> uh, so That is swaying me. <laughs> I think that's tricky. Maybe he is worse in that situation. <laughs> in that situation where I'm Ricky Gervais. I think the actress, I wouldn't be interested, but Ricky Gervais, I would be a little annoyed. So I will be Ricky Gervais. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I could sway you. That's what this is all about. <laughs> this is going to be a tricky one. Okay. This one, the very <laughs> subtle difference, which is worse, healing crystals or those little rocks with inspirational words on them? Mm, the healing crystal, I think, is worse. Visually, I prefer the crystal. Mm -hmm. I think it would look cooler in a room than just a, 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 an engraved rock. But um, the uh, the delusion part of, of the crystal, the belief that it will heal you <laughs> in some way, rather than just inspire you with a message. Okay, yes. I think is a little more, a little less, uh, I, I wouldn't like that in my, in my house. I think it would annoy me. Yeah. I think that's the right answer. I was going more the other way because of the aesthetic aspect that I was like, well, crystals are pretty, whatever, but you're right. There's a deep belief in the crystals that isn't there mm. with the rocks. You swayed me. Oh, good. One for yeah, one each. <laughs> I mentioned earlier that we are both cynical types and I asked you about the baby crying versus the baby happily squealing because of a particular sort of riddle that was posed <laughs> at one point in the TV show, The Leftovers. <laughs> Okay. Do you remember this at all? This was a gotcha question. Okay. I do remember this and this moment in the leftovers, yes. In the in the program, the uh, the character is given the opportunity to, to it's not I was gonna say go back in time, it's not go back in time. She's able to to go to another dimension if she answers this riddle correctly. And they say if it would cure cancer, would you kill a baby? And you don't have to touch the baby, you just sort of I don't know, snap your fingers or something. And would you do it? And uh, she chooses one, it turns out it's the wrong one. But then later, there's another character who says he chose the other option, and that was the wrong one. So it's very mysterious. But, uh, mm -hmm. mm. And what did you think about the question? <laughs> what was your answer? My answer was, of course I would cure cancer. Which would you choose? You would choose to not cure cancer. You know, I don't, I really don't know. That's a tough one. I like, can I see the baby? And can I also meet the baby's parents? Because if the parents are shitty, then the baby's probably not going to be that great either. So taking the baby out, I wouldn't feel like too guilty. But if the parents are really good parents, and they really love the baby, and it'll be like a devastating loss. I don't know. Maybe I'll just keep letting people die from cancer. I don't know. Mm, I can't remember what the rules, whether they said you could, you would see it or not. I think they said it wasn't your baby. I remember that. I don't think it matters too much if you can see it or not, right? No. It would be worse to see it happen. But if it was in another room. Yeah. It might. I don't know. Sometimes things surprise you, though. You think it's going to be really bad and you go, you know, 
it's not that bad, mm. you know? So maybe you'd think watching a baby die would be terrible, but then as you're watching them put the pillow over it and the baby's moving <laughs> a lot. And then... I think that's how it happens. You're like, eh. <laughs> It would be very sad, but you get to, it's the, the reward is, you know, maybe worth it. You cheer at the end. Hooray, we've cured <laughs> cancer. <laughs> The baby's lap, little kids. <laughs> okay, so on that note, I'm going to issue you a psychopath test. Okay. <laughs> While at her mother's funeral, a girl meets a guy she does not know, and she thinks he's amazing, her dream guy. She falls in love with him on the spot. Mm -hmm. A few days later, the girl kills her sister. Why? Hmm. I, I can answer this one quickly, and I worry that you'll take it as me being a psychopath. <laughs> I just happen to have heard this one before. Oh, you've heard it before. But do you remember your answer at the time? I probably didn't know. Okay, so you're not a psychopath, because knowing the answer to a little riddle or whatever does not make you a psychopath. Okay. It's inherently knowing it in your bones. Uh, well, the answer is that she thinks by having another funeral, she might meet him again. Mm -hmm. Which is true. You mm -hmm. can't... It's smart. Yeah, it is smart. It's just logical. <laughs> Maybe yeah, a little too, little too much. I'm sure she could have mm. asked someone else at the funeral. Maybe, but yeah, so they didn't have Facebook or what? Mm. Red flag if he doesn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, chances are he's like a relative or something too. If he's coming to your mom's funeral and your sister's funeral, yeah, yeah he's probably he's somewhere some, in the family tree. You don't wanna, mm. So I know she's like bad enough to kill her sister because she likes the guy, but is she bad enough to get involved in incest? That's a little, it's a little different. You know, what's interesting. I immediately knew this answer when I first heard this, I was like, obviously to see the guy again, what are you even talking about? Like that just wasn't, I didn't get how this could be a test. Mm. I was like, literally anyone would know that. Yeah. But then I asked people the question, and no one else I asked thought of that. Really? When they heard it, they were like, what? <laughs> yeah, my mom was particularly alarmed. I, I told her that I knew right away. And I said, you know, I feel like I'm just like one traumatic experience away from being a psychopath. And I thought that was kind of funny. She didn't like it. She <laughs> she seemed disturbed when I said that. Mm. Like, why else would her sister die? What are you talking about? I don't know why her sister was killed. Come on. So... I've got a couple other questions that are similar. These aren't testing whether you're a psychopath, but they are about morality. Okay. Okay. I think I'll do well on these. You probably will do well, right? Because they're your beliefs. That's but the people listening may grow to like you less. I just want you to be aware. That's, that's a strong <laughs> possibility of that. Okay. <laughs> Okay, your brother has seriously injured someone while committing a crime. Are you morally obliged to report the crime to the authorities? Can I ask questions about the scenario? Or is it just... It's no, it's just, okay. it's, they're all vague. Okay. Mm. But you, I mean, you can share what would make a difference to you, but ultimately you just have to answer in general if you knew nothing else. Mm. My brother injured someone during a crime. Well, I don't have a brother, so I'm thinking if it was my sister, to make it a real-world example for me. Mm -hmm. If she was doing a crime, would I report it to the police? I think it would, 
It maybe depend if, if it was a, a serious injury, maybe. If she sprained someone's wrist, uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to report her for that, I think. But a, mm-hmm. a, a paralyzation, if that's a word, maybe I'd have to, maybe I'd have to do an anonymous tip or something like that. Okay. That's and do you hard. think that morally that is what you would have to do? If the, if the injury was serious enough, you would have to. Mm. That's a tricky one. I think that I have to, I should. I don't know if I would have to. Maybe I. But you and you would. You I, said you would, but it would probably be an anonymous tip. You didn't want. You don't want your sister knows you. Be like, what? How'd they find out? Oh my god! Well, she's already shown she will injure someone, so I don't want to. Oh my god! Side. When you said, I thought you meant in real life. For a second, I was like, is there something I'm forgetting about your sister? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. Would I do it? I don't know. It. I think. Yeah. It would. It would depend what the injury was. I think is my real answer. It would come okay. down how bad it was. If it was bad, okay. I, I think I would, yes. Okay. My okay, I just have to say my thought is if they're going to continue, if there is um a high likelihood that they will hurt someone again mm-hmm. in the future, then I would probably have to tell. But if it was just a one-time thing, like even if they were like drunk driving and they killed somebody, <laughs> I'm probably not going to tell. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't want to ruin their life. They already ruined the other person's life. That's, it's not going to change anything if they go to jail. You know what I mean? That's interesting. <laughs> I mean, that's it's kind of, you know, you'd want that sort of person as your brother, I guess. The one who wouldn't who wouldn't tell on you. Right. Yeah, I'm a I'm a good brother. That's true. <laughs> So you, okay, how about this one? You're able to help some people, but you can only do so by harming other people. The number of people harmed will always be 10% of those helped. Does the number of people involved make a difference in determining whether helping is morally justified? Mm -hmm. So if you help 10 people and one person is injured... Versus helping a hundred people and ten people are injured, like does it make a difference? Going all the way to huge numbers, where I can't do even that simple math. Uh, huh. I think it. I think it does. I think if you were helping ten people and it would harm one person, I would be less willing to do that than if it would help ten million and hurt one million. I think the. I don't know. That doesn't make sense in principle but uh, i think it would change how i felt about it interesting okay i'm trying to imagine a scenario where this could even be the case like i guess it could be like bombing a village to like get rid of some terrorist organization there knowing that you'll also kill all these innocent people but you'll be saving all these other people be that kind of thing Mm. I mean, I don't know. That's the <laughs> way that could happen, Andrew. I'm sorry you don't I was like thinking, it. I was thinking you just it differently. Drama-free village. Well, maybe I'm what did a village, you I imagine? <laughs> I was thinking of I don't know enacting some tax policy that would okay. harm people but benefit other so people. It's still monstrous, maybe though. Are you Republican? I, <laughs> That's what I'm getting from this. <laughs> I didn't think about bombing a village. But interesting that your thought, your first thought, was bombing a village. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, you know, I go to extremes. In that case, then, if, when you say bombing a village, maybe I think even, you know, even one person, I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't want to harm one person, even if it helped a lot of people. So I, I'm not sure of the answer. Well, they did say harm. They didn't say kill. So maybe I went a little extreme. Hmm. So it could be like, okay, vaccines. You give all these kids vaccines, helps a bunch of the kids, bunch of the other ones get autism. Is it worth it? <laughs> well, it's true. I, I mean, I think, again, that's it. it. It's my first point, which is that in that scenario, you're helping loads and loads of people, mm-hmm. like hundreds of thousands or something. And the, the number does make me feel differently about it versus a small village or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's yeah. tricky. Well, and then considering what type of harm it is, definitely yeah. I could understand that. My thought is I would rather just not help anyone because then things are just neutral. I, I Then I'm not having a good impact on anyone, a bad impact on anyone. It's just neutral. I'd rather do that than intervene. And then I'm causing pain to people who this, would be fine. This is the baby I, all over again. I'm, I feel very confident in my answer. I am, I feel like I feel good with my God. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the next one. You can save the lives of thousands of patients by canceling 100 operations that would have saved the lives of 100 patients. Are you morally obliged to do so? So this isn't just would you, this is are you morally obliged to do so? Mm. Depends on the operations. A lot of these are going to be depends on, but... Mm. Um, Assuming they're all all the same operation, let's say, so everyone it would help a thousand people, but a hundred people would uh, not get their operation. Well, it sounds like they're dying. The people, so there are thousands of people who will die, but you currently have operations scheduled that will save people's lives, and you would have to say, "No, I'm." not going to do this because these other people there's so many more of them mm-hmm. mm, you have to i think you should yes yeah i think you should interesting mm. so it is a numbers game for you yeah very uh um oh, what's the word for it keeping them the most number of people happy whatever that uh it's something might become then uh, no utilitarianism i think that's it, it yes. okay yeah. okay that's interesting that does make sense that's an interesting way to view things i just feel like when you're going out of your way to cancel things you're saying your life doesn't matter you're willing to intervene basically taking someone's life in order to save lives. And I just feel like that's kind of tricky. How do you decide they don't deserve to live just because there aren't as many of them? I'm just not really comfortable with that. And it kind of reminds me of that train scenario. If the train is on the tracks going towards four people, do you let it go and hit those four people? Or do you switch the rails where it's only going to hit one person, Mm. but that person would have been fine if you didn't intervene. 
Like it's, it's a tricky one, but for me, I think intervening is a little worse, but if one of like one or all of the four people on the track are very attractive, then maybe I intervene. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Who doesn't love a hero? (laughs) I think a lot of, I think most uh, philosophers say you should switch the track, which is kind of what I would do if I was intervening. So now I see that you're influenced by other people's view and you're like (laughs) trying to impress philosophers with your view. Whereas I'm a free thinker. (laughs) So just a kind of interesting where you get your morality from. Mm. I don't know if there's most philosophers believe anything. Don't they all have like very different views? I mean, and some of these people are fucking crazy. Isn't it Kant who said lying is always wrong no matter what? If a murderer comes to your house and is like, I'm going to kill your mom. Is she here? It would be if you lied, if you were like, no, my mom's not here in order to save her from being murdered, you would be just as unethical as he would for killing your mom. (laughs) No, you don't need to be like these people. (laughs) That's not something to aspire to. Okay, that's true. Next question, please. We're going to move on to a lighter subject, which is Mumsnet. Please tell us about Mumsnet. Mumsnet is a, a popular parenting forum in the uk or based in the uk with users from around the world but it's uh i think the website itself has has blogs and guides and stuff but the particularly popular part is the forum section and uh the most popular section of the forums is a place called am i being unreasonable which is a sort of list of posts where people you know describe the scenario that they're in and ask if they someone in it was being unreasonable this is the my interaction with Monsnet is through this okay this so forum. you only look at that that Pretty one much. forum yeah yeah am i being unreasonable mm. sometimes the relationships uh, forum which has similar scenarios but uh, okay yeah so you like what is it that you like about that uh the i think it's like a soap you know you can read all these different stories mm. with the different villains uh it's interesting to see how people view the situations so you like understanding where other people are coming from you don't read them and get joy out of your own interpretation mm, yes i definitely definitely reading the comments reaction to it is a big part of the enjoyment seeing how people turn on the the original poster interesting that's very interesting because i feel like for me those kinds of things are appealing because i like to think about what i like what advice would i give or what do i think i don't really give a shit what other people think (laughs) too much um (laughs) So that's really interesting that you're really in it to understand other people and where they're coming from. Yeah, well, obviously the, there's some like very dramatic ones where just the story itself is the entertainment. But the more mm-hmm. mundane ones, yeah, I, I like to see people arguing it out in the comments. I think that's the most interesting part. Yeah. Hmm. So you like when they turn against the poster, you like when that's they really favorite. like... favorite, yeah. Okay, and what is it about that that is appealing to you? I think when it's when it's obviously someone when it's someone who's obviously in the wrong, 
I'm not really that interested in that. But where it's someone who's convinced that they were right and posts about it, writing it up as if, and then I did this, don't you agree with me? And then they get completely the opposite reaction. That's that's that, ooh, that's that special source. <laughs> that's very good stuff. That is good. And that's interesting that on that website, I guess because people are coming for real feedback, people are willing to share when they think the person is wrong. Cause I feel like so often in real life, like if I were to tell my friend that I did some shitty thing, but I wanted them to be on my side, chances are they would be, it doesn't matter how in the wrong you are, I guess your friends are going to be on your side. They're going to go, Oh my God, you did that. What? I just always think that's, that's really negative to have people who won't tell you that you're wrong. So maybe, I mean, it's good. Maybe these ladies will get a wake-up call on Mumsnet here. Actually, well, are there men on there generally? Or is it just you? <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it might just be me. There are some, um, okay. but definitely the minority. And they're not uh, super welcome. Oh, not super welcome. Mm, not really. Okay, so, so if the women know you're male, if you ever share that, do they go like, what are you even answering for? You've never had a kid. Go away. Like, Kind of, yeah. There's, there's some of that. More of it's... They don't. Well, we we don't want uh, your opinion. That kind of thing, which is understandable. Mm. But uh, yeah, they, there's a lot of people seem to know a lot about the other post. I think there's a lot of spreadsheet keeping going on in that site. People with. Uh, oh really? Yeah, sort of. Oh, you know, two years ago you said that your husband did this, that kind of thing. They're, oh wow! Yeah, very. Uh, some of the the popular posters have long memories, or maybe notes on all of the other members but it's not so it's not like in insular community or whatever big big public forum yeah but they still that wow that's that's surprising that people Mm -hmm. would remember that much i think they have a lot of a lot of uh as to one time or infrequent users but there's a core of very very frequent users maybe they're the most insular part of it. They don't seem to support each other, though, really. They tend to go, well, that doesn't line up with what you said before. Sometimes, It's yeah. a lot of that sort of questioning. Yeah, they like okay. to catch people out. Call them on their shit. <laughs> that kind of thing? Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm going to ask you some questions about women. See what you've picked up from Mumsnet, okay? I'm sure I'm going to do very well on this. I hope so. I certainly hope so. I don't have to kill any of them, do I? This isn't on the baby question. <laughs> We're not there yet, okay. but name two advantages of breastfeeding. Mm, it would, uh, mm, I don't want to say it's more healthy because maybe it isn't. The first time it is. I remember that from biology class. And why? Can you give me something to do with the name? The colostrum. Good job! Yeah. Amazing. Wow. So that's num- that's one. I've got okay, one. Okay, I'll give you that. Great. Mm-hmm. Number two. Um, where would it be better? Got to get the milk out of the things. It's going to be painful. <laughs> Got to be painful if you're like. Oh, it's painful. Okay. Like balloons, mm-hmm. I would. You know, like water balloons. If you keep filling like them up with no release. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see. Yeah. I think that's accurate. In cows, yeah, that's true. I know that's true in cows. You have to milk them every few days or it will be painful for them. And I assume that so carries you're... over. 
you are saying women are like cows. Okay, I'm make a note of this. Okay, well. <laughs> I mean, no, you yeah, can I... both, so I don't know what you want me to say. You can At certain times, you can. In that one specific aspect, maybe. I remember reading Jenny McCarthy's book about pregnancy. And... <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> um, because my sister-in-law recommended it to me. Okay. Um, this was before the vaccination stuff with her, um, when she was just kind of a silly billy. That's even less understandable. It's even less understandable. Okay, well, I don't know. I like obnoxious women. What can I say? So she talked about how she didn't breastfeed and that because she wasn't milking her udders. She was in a lot of pain. She said she would like cry in the shower, like holding her boobs. Okay. And that just always stuck with me. Cause I was like, I had no idea it would be that nightmarish. Mm-hmm. So maybe you should have breastfed, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jenny. Okay. What is a minstrel period? A minstrel period? Hmm. Minstrel period. It is. I don't know if it's, the, I obviously I know what a period is, but I'm trying to think, is this some sort of specific terminology right. where it's referring to a, a time? Cycle well, no, just what is happening, I guess. Uh, what is happening during a menstrual the, period? The, the uterine lining is coming out. I vaguely remember this. And why? Why is it coming out? Do you have any idea? There's no baby. There's no baby in there for it to coat or for it to be implanted in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so got to get rid of it get a fresh coat in yeah which is a little weird i feel like it's kind of remarkable your body doesn't get lazy at a certain point and go you know what just it's been six months. months no baby let's just leave this lining in there for a little bit how bad could it be mm-hmm. but they're on top of it i guess your uh uterus must be a monica <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> From the TV show Friends. From the TV show Friends. Have you seen it? It's very good. Oh, I love it, honestly. Uh, there are a lot of gay jokes and a lot of fat jokes, and I'm not crazy about that. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I love it. It's, you know, <laughs> it's a good show, but a lot of it has not aged very well. But... Yeah. How how many nerve endings does the clitoris have? <laughs> hmm. I have two numbers in mind, and I'm not sure which is the correct one. Okay. I'm thinking it's either, I don't know why I have these numbers in my head, but it's either 15 or 50,000. Wait, how many? What? 15,000. 15 or 50,000? 50, okay. Hmm. It, says, it says they really don't know. Doctors hmm. estimate between 6,000 and 8,000. Okay. Well, I was overestimating that. So your women don't like sex that much, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> no. It might you know what I might be thinking of? Let me just double check this. Penis. <laughs> I mean, really, when you compare the interest, generally. Hmm. It does not. Okay. 20,000 nerve endings in a foreskin. So, interesting. Wow. What about when you hack that off? What's underneath? 
How many? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? They don't even know. Wow. They're like, why even bother looking into it? Okay. Mm -hmm. I want you to tell me which of the names I'm about to read are the top baby names for 2020. It's the prediction for what will be the top baby names. So true Mm -hmm. or false? Anime. (laughs) False. (laughs) It's not going to be anime. False. That is false. Um, Amina is one. And uh, I actually was just watching a TV show the other day and a woman who was murdered was named Anime. And I was like, (laughs) wow, Andrew needs to know that he can name the child Anime. And then as the show went on, I realized that her name was Anna May. Uh It was a really old freaking grandma. And they know they always have two names. Anime. Amazing. Okay, true or false? Vibana. Vibana. That one seems less obviously fake than anime. But I think having the the vibe in there it makes it uh, just a little too unrealistic. I don't think anyone would put that in a child's name. Mm, it's not that unrealistic though. Vibana. I'm going to say false. I don't think that is one. That is false. Aura is one. Aura. Aura. Okay. Soot. Soot. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think soot is one of the most popular. (laughs) No, but ashy is. (laughs) Ashy. Not just ash, but ashy. I believe it was Ashy. I have it written down Ashy. And now I'm like, God, was that wrong? Because that seems absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. That's strange. Mm. You know, I think it was probably Ash. Ash makes more sense. It has to be, right? That's... Ashy. <laughs> ashy, don't, don't recommend that. Soot is kind of nice. Um, Lucius. Hmm. I can obviously Lucius is a real name. I can see that being real, but whether it be one of the most popular, I can't think why it would be. I mean, it was in Harry Potter, but that's not that recent. So, um, maybe it's in some show I don't watch. I'm going to say yes. That one's true. That one is true. <laughs> but I also only relate it to Harry Potter. Yeah, you're doing a great job, or I'm. I did a terrible job. It's one or the other, or both. Um, cash. Cash. Hmm. I think that's two on the nose. I, I think no, false. It's not going to be one of those popular names. That is true. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ouch. That's a terrible <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. You know, Jessica Alba is mm. married to a man named Cash. That's not good. Do you want to share your Jessica Alba history? <laughs> it's perhaps best that I don't, I think. It's not- oh, it's best that you don't. What is up with it's oh my gosh. I feel like you have some sort of deep seated darkness related to this. I guess are you putting this up on Android? What? Are you putting are you I guess when you put Oh, the chat? whatever you want me to do. Okay. Well if you if we put it under Andrew, I can tell the Jessica Alba story. I don't want okay. it to be Googleable, I think. Oh, okay. I yeah. see. But uh, okay. so yes, uh, it was. Um, 
uh, what was it? Uh, I was downloading a bunch of, it was on an MP3 site. This was back in 2006 or whenever people used downloaded individual MP3s from a website. And uh, it had a, a link to say, you know, download this wallpaper pack of Jessica Alba wallpapers. And I thought, well, hey, why not? <laughs> that seems like a good use of my time. So I downloaded this this uh, pack of whatever, 50 wallpapers of Jessica Alba, and I was scrolling through them on this very old laptop we had. And one of the pictures is a, a picture of her in a, a green top, which happens to be a little sheer. And she was not uh, wearing any underwear on this day, which this picture was taken. And you can see through the top, her chest, um, very clearly. And it happened to be this picture I was looking at when my father walked through the kitchen door. I was doing this in the kitchen, by the way. Walked through oh, the kitchen wow. door and saw this and decided, <laughs> decided that it was not a good use of the computer, which admittedly, you know, is, is possibly true. Uh, and I was bad. Oh, it was the wallpaper. Were you you were going to make it the wallpaper for the family <laughs> computer? <laughs> uh, but I was I was banned from using the computer and also the Wi-Fi for many years after that. Years. Uh, well, that would have been in uh, high school, you would call it. And I was got back on after university, maybe about a year after university. So yeah, three or four years, maybe. Wow. So were your parents just like terrified of you having any sexual urges or what do you think that was about? Why so extreme? Uh, I don't know. I think it was just maybe he was annoyed. It was in the kitchen on the family computer. But, uh, you know, my sister got away with it. Uh, you know, she read some Harry Potter fan fiction and that's not that's not clean stuff. I know what goes on on those websites. So. Oh, wow. It's a little oh, fair, yeah. But who knows? Get some Lucius involved. <laughs> and it turns very naughty. <laughs> yeah, that just seems crazy to me to uh, ban you for so many years for just looking. That's like a reaction I would have when did they as a wife. <laughs> I don't think it was intended as like a, a multi-year-long punishment. It was a punishment that happened like one time that we just never really addressed again. And I kind of got my own, figured out how to get my own Wi-Fi and stuff. So it was, uh, it was. I think it didn't was it too last that long. It was just that we never spoke about it again, never communicated. Okay. So, which is, I think, so just too awkward. Yeah. I think it's much healthier to just yeah. not address it. Well, <laughs> imagine that would be a comfortable conversation. So. so your parents never had the birds and the bees talk with you then? I read a book at a swimming pool about the birds and the bees. I remember that. We never really had a discussion. It was, you know, read this picture book. This okay, they gave it to you at the swimming pool. Mm -hmm. I remember it was during a Helen swimming lesson. I was sat by the side of the pool and read this book. Were you staring at the girls a little too much? Is that why your dad was like, all right, this I is, so. I got to give him the pamphlet now. I know we said we wait till we got home. I know. <laughs> this was, uh, I don't think so, maybe. But um, I, th I think it was just, they felt it was maybe the right time. I was being. Sure. I mean, when you're at the you know, pool. Primary then, school. Yeah. What's that like? What? Eight, I don't nine, know. 10, something like that. Not, uh, 
What? <laughs> or maybe it was younger. I can't remember. Third grade? Maybe seven or eight. I, I can't remember exactly. What? Wendy, do you have it? That seems so little. Well, it's to tell like, you know, in detail. Sex. It's like a little picture book cartoon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I some sex cartoons that are pretty graphic. <laughs> Garfield and Odie going at it. I mean, there's a lot you can do. You can do anything with drawing. Yeah, Peter you and know? Lois. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, pictured that many a night in my dreams. <laughs> and I'll just tell you right now, if you if there's anything that we talk about that you're like, yeah, maybe I really don't want you to put that in there. You can just tell me and I won't do it or whatever. Okay. So the next thing I want you to talk about, this is this is kind of going along with the Mums Net thing. It's your interest in Reddit and the <laughs> relationship. I have advice. many other interests. These are just the ones you I choosing. Okay, name your other interests. Let's let's see. That's true. Maybe I don't. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't have that many. All right, fair enough. Yes, Reddit. <laughs> Reddit relationship subreddits and also am i the asshole that's a a core part of it very similar to am i being unreasonable on mum's net but yes mm-hmm. the whole family of subreddits that's true i do enjoy those how do you how do you feel about the um american version mm. of am i being unreasonable how do they compare there is a lot of people say the british one is better but I don't know. <laughs> That's good. I think they are they are quite different. Definitely a different demographic using the sites. The Reddit one, you can oh, tell okay, that the yeah. advice comes from much younger people and also mm-hmm. more more of a balance um with men and women definitely than okay. the mum's net. But uh, but it's still pretty similar. It's, it's certainly in the way that I enjoy it. Uh, pretty much exactly the same really reading the stories seeing what the comments say especially when they don't like you to be okay statistically Mm -hmm. for mum's net how often would you say the poster is being unreasonable Hmm. i think less often i think they they, i don't know if there's if i know the the number or if there even is a number that anyone's worked out but i think usually they're found to not be unreasonable but a lot of the okay. times is because they post stuff about uh where they're obviously in the right which you're not mm-hmm. allowed to do on mm-hmm. your post removed if you do that so they'll be like right. well, my neighbors playing music in the garden or something and i want to tell them to turn it down would i be unreasonable and then everyone says oh no no way uh, stuff like mm-hmm. that it's not that interesting <laughs> No, it, it is. It is interesting. And I like that you like it. So I'm asking you about these particular things, not because I think that you don't have any other interests, but because these are the ones I see from you the most. And they're what stand out to me about you. If I were going to ask you about other stuff, it would be like your job, like law kind of stuff or people with cancer or something and that doesn't seem quite as fun i mean you have already asked me about people with cancer and i said yeah, that was cool. you, so 
not in that context i feel like you could probably get a lot deeper i could ask you a whole bunch of uh which is worse questions about cancer that's true you know be like the ones who refuse treatment are the ones that go and then complain all the time <laughs> that's uh, yeah let's stick to reddit <laughs> okay okay sure so i'm gonna read you some questions and i want to hear your advice but what i can also do now that i know you really like hearing how other people interpret stuff and my favorite part is sharing my interpretation I'll share with you what I think, and then you can tell me how stupid I am in my response, okay? Yes, please. I'll try to turn on the, the poster as often as I can. <laughs> <laughs> my wife and I are a middle-aged couple who've been married four years. Shortly after our wedding, she had a stroke. When she came home from the hospital, a friend told her I was having an affair. I wasn't. She kicked me out of the house and went to live with family out of state. A year later, I gave her proof of my innocence and we reconciled. In the early chaotic years of our marriage, I certainly wasn't perfect, but I did the best I could and stood by her throughout the medical ordeal. Now she wants me to pay to ship back her items because I'm the man. We make roughly the same income and have always kept our finances separate. I feel like she should pay because she chose to move based on a lie. It's not the money. It's the principle. I feel like it's a slap in the face. What should I do? Mm -hmm. So my thoughts are, he was cheating. Please don't lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly cheating. Um, and then he says, I proved to her that I wasn't cheating later. I need to know how you prove that. I don't even see how that's possible that's to true. prove that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so I really don't believe you. And then he goes on to say, in the early chaotic years of our marriage, I certainly wasn't perfect. Mm, that's a big one. Yeah. I cheated is the subtext. <laughs> like I wasn't perfect means like I hit her. You know what I mean? Like people yeah. always downplay their shit and I, yeah. And then he says, but I stood by her throughout the medical ordeal. Oh, how nice of you. Oh, wow. She had a stroke and you were there, but also cheating. Piece of shit. And then he says, she wants me to ship back the items because I'm the man. Again, I, I don't believe that she said this. I don't believe anything this guy's saying. She didn't say it's because you're the man. She just said fucking pay to ship it back because you know why I left. Dude, pay for it. And he's like, I don't even make any money. So what he should do is just just fucking pay to ship the stuff back. I don't know. But if you're really going to make her miserable for the rest of her life, just send her back to her family. That's good advice. I think. Yeah. Okay. I liked that it turned on the OP. You know, when I first heard it, I was thinking it seems like he probably should pay because they're married. Why are they squabbling about whose money it is? It's all the same money, you know? But then you said, ah, it's obvious he's cheating. And I realized, yes, it, it is. Why would he put that thing about that wasn't perfect? Because that really does cover up such a lot. 
So yes, I agree yeah. with you. Upvote for Valerie on that one. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. I'm a 36 year old female, well-educated, attractive, successful, and a fantastic mom and partner, but I can't stop stalking my boyfriend's ex on social media. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she can't let go. She constantly posts about their relationship, his family, and she maintains contact with his friends and his sister. I constantly compare myself to her. I keep telling myself the past doesn't matter, but I'm starting to feel like something is wrong with me. <sighs> okay. My thoughts are you're building yourself up a lot for some reason, which I feel like that's how you justify some of your bad behavior is by being like, I'm so smart and pretty and successful. <sighs> Stalking your boyfriend's ex on social media. That's fairly common. I would say, um, I certainly look at my ex-boyfriend's current girlfriends and I feel like that's pretty similar, but it doesn't like haunt me. It's not upsetting. It's just like a curiosity so that she's, she's looking at these photos and, and feels tormented. I, I don't know. I, I'd be curious to see the social media page. Is it really that the ex can't let go? Is she really like, oh my God, I miss my ex-boyfriend? Because that's how she's making it sound. In, in which case that person would be like a total psycho and maybe a restraining order should <laughs> should be taken out. But um, But I imagine it's really just normal kind of stuff where she still talks to the family because the the main thing to me that stands out here is that she doesn't mention how long she's been with him and how long he was with the ex. Mm. So my guess is he was with the ex for a really long time. And that's why she still has a relationship with his family. And this girl, they've been together like a year or something. And she just can't really understand why that's different. That's, that's, that's smart. I think that's true. She doesn't mention how long. Normally that's a rule is that you have, or on the other, other like relationship based subreddits, that's a rule sometimes that you have to put oh, okay. how long your relationship is. But um, that's a good point that she doesn't put that in. I think that's true. I think it's true that it's not such a big deal that she's looking up um, his ex. Uh, mm, yeah, I, I wouldn't call her the asshole here. That's not so bad. Yeah, is this, I don't. Am I the asshole? What, what is this? Just from Jen? Any subreddit? It's just I. I don't even know. I guess she wants. She's asking for advice, but all she says is, "I feel like something's wrong with me." And it's like, well, it's not that there's anything wrong with you, but you might feel a little better if you stopped looking at the page, or maybe talked about it more with your boyfriend or something. See what his thoughts are. Maybe you would be less insecure or something, but. I don't know what she wants. I don't know what she wants from anybody from this, really. It's like, you really, know you shouldn't do yeah, that. She's not winning friends with that title at the beginning of that post. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, you just want to say, yeah, fucking right. Post your <laughs> picture. I'll tell you if you're attractive. <laughs> Scale one to ten. <laughs> Two. I met a man online I thought was wonderful. Okay, to be honest, I wanted a quick roll on the hay. Nothing serious. <laughs> he turned out to be a college dropout deeply spiritual <laughs> and great conversationalist. And we started dating after six months. I felt trapped in a loveless marriage. 
the sex is almost non-existent. He has OCD, which keeps him from leaving the house, getting a job, going to the doctor, or being naked. (laughs) (laughs) He is amply endowed, fit, and very attractive. He needs professional help, but refuses. I'm trying to be sympathetic, but I don't know what to do. Hmm. So there's a lot going on here. It seems it's interesting to me that she starts out describing him by like, he turned out to be a college dropout, deeply spiritual and a great conversationalist. Like, I don't really. She kind of turned, turned around at the last minute there. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) She probably likes the spiritual part, but I see for you, that's a red flag. (laughs) Whoa, he's got crystals in his house. So that starts that way, which already is a little odd. And then after six months, I felt trapped in a loveless marriage. Did you guys get married? Or did you- <laughs> I was wondering if that was metaphorical or not. That's a strange choice of words. Yeah. You could just say loveless relationship. I mean, I don't, you don't need to say marriage if you're not married. It's just like a little weird. Um, the sex is almost non-existent. Like, and then I need to understand, is the sex non-existent simply because he can't get naked because of the OCD? Because, I mean, of course, how are you going to have sex with your clothes on? That's probably kind of hard. Um, or is it just that he's not interested also? But the extreme OCD, it's kind of like sometimes with mental illness, it can be similar to like uh, substance abuse where... You're enabling him. If you don't really push him to get help, you're enabling him. And you maybe have to either leave the relationship or tell him those are your terms. If we're going to stay together, you have to get help. Because that that's really the kind thing to do, mm. I think. I think that's probably true. I don't know. I don't really have a good... I mean, it seems like a lot of... They're, not, they're probably not married. I'm assuming they're not married. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a strange choice of words. Mm-hmm. She's a, I don't know, he doesn't have a job and he won't get naked and stuff. It seems like a lot of hard work for what is like a six month uh-huh. relationship. Yes. Well, and she said it keeps him from leaving the house and, and all of that. And it's like, so do you guys live together? I feel like there has to, mm. it does sound like maybe they at least live together or else she yeah. probably wouldn't see him at all. And it's like, <laughs> So he doesn't have a job. He can't get a job because of OCD. Did you just let him move in with you right away and didn't really see that was like a red flag? Or did he have his own place before you came in and and enabled him? Really? That's true. But he is amply endowed. So, you know. So he's a keeper. Yeah, that's true. But he won't let her see it. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. She doesn't get to enjoy it at all. That's what she's really mad about, I think. She's like, if he would just pull it out every once in a while, he doesn't have to work. That's fine. <laughs> it's hard to give advice to that one. I don't know. It just seems like a, such a messy situation. Like, it would be okay yeah. to break up. It would be okay to not, but ask that he gets help. I don't know. It's not a It's not a very fun one. Not the kind I would enjoy. Okay. Yeah. That one's really just kind of like, how much do you love him? You need so much more information. It's like, if you really want to stay with him, there are things you could do. But yeah, it's just kind of more of a sad one. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know how severe is his mental illness. 
It's hard to treat. It was really severe OCD. It's hard. <laughs> My husband and I have been married for six months. Our birthdays fall two days apart. His birthday is first, and we were invited to his parents for dinner and cake. He received many gifts from his family. For convenience, his brother gave us one card with $200 cash meant for both of us. My husband always gives his sister-in-law a gift on her birthday. My husband took the cash and pocketed it without acknowledging that half was meant for me. A couple days later on my birthday, we went to dinner with my family. My parents gave each of us a present. Do I have a right to be mad that his brother's gift for us went only to him? That's a, that's a good one. That's interesting. It is a good one. She gives a lot of extra information in here that clearly is just like trying to sway the reader. Um, like she didn't really need to tell us that his family members gave him a bunch of gifts. Like that was just, it's like, okay, I think what she's trying to get across is they didn't get me anything. His brother was the only one. And even there, I kind of think she's assuming that money was for her um, mm. half of it. I don't think that was a spoken thing because she says for convenience, he put it all in one card um, and half is meant for me. And then she has in parentheses, cause my husband always gives the brother's wife a gift on her birthday. So of course his brother would give me a gift on my birthday. And it's like, that's not really, those don't go together. I just thought that was a really weird detail to give. Mm. Um, and then she talks about how her family gave both of them presents. And I think she's just trying to show that her family's more considerate or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a really weird one for me. I think that's true. I think I, the, She's assuming it was meant as a 50-50 split. That's true. I didn't notice that the first time. Um, but it's not, it seems just more like a maybe a joint gift or maybe not even joint at all. But uh, yeah. I'm never saying, you know, split it 100, 100, you know, um, each. But I, mm -hmm. I definitely think if it is, a, you know, meant for both of them, it probably isn't meant to be 50-50 because... Yeah. You usually do give your like brother more than you would give your sister-in-law I would think mm -hmm. but I don't know I feel like she's jumping to conclusions but then it's also like clearly your marriage <laughs> is in shambles because mm -hmm. you can't even talk to your husband about this it just makes me wonder what kind of person he is that he's like pocketing this money and then she feels like she can't even bring it up she has to like write in and ask for advice it's just it's kind of weird um, it reminds me, though, of um, I was watching Married at First Sight recently, and one of the couples went apple picking. And while they were apple picking, they they stopped and had a little picnic and the food was provided by the the apple picking place. So they were given two bags with different lunches in them. The husband gave the wife one lunch and then he took the other one and walked away and she went well wait are the lunches the same and he said no they're different and she went um can i see what's in the other one he's like this one's just chicken and then he pulls he opens his bag and pulls out a pudding he's like oh a pudding and starts eating it immediately 
And he will not give her any chance to get a look at this lunch because he has decided, dis my lunch and you're up on your own with that garbage turkey. Turkey for chumps, I get the chicken. That's who I feel like this husband might be. Mm-hmm. He might have, for some reason, I feel alcoholic. I feel like I can sense it. <laughs> He saw this money and he was like, this my booze money for my B-Day. And maybe really clings to these birthday moments. You know, when like adult men are like, it's my birthday. Uh, You need to be nice to me. It's my birthday. They're like too into it. You don't know guys like that. Never experienced that. There's, yeah, it's, um... When there's a lot of emotions tied to birthdays, have you ever heard that people often um, relapse, like people recovering addicts often relapse on holidays or their birthday? Yeah, it's because there's a lot of emotions tied to that um, because they're pussies. And I think that might be what's going on with this guy. (laughs) He had to steal his wife's money because he's a little baby who loves his birthday. It was a special birthday. I don't but know. also she may be crazy and it's not meant for her. Yeah, I think I need to, I have so many more questions. I want to ask, yeah. There's I need a lot more information. I think the stuff about oh his, his family gave him so many presents, that doesn't seem that strange to me on his no. dinner meant for his birthday, when they were going to a dinner for hers. If it was like this is the only celebration we're doing, I would get that his family yeah. would seem rude for not including her, but they are doing something. I think for her. It- was though they weren't doing anything for her this is what i i had to reread this she had dinner with his family for his birthday and then had dinner with her family for her birthday so his family i don't think did really do anything for her but that's like a separate issue i feel like that may be part of this where she's really just going my husband took this money but the larger issue is probably that his family doesn't really appreciate her. Mm. And she really, I, I don't know. I think she should. Well, I always want to recommend people leave their spouse. I just feel like so often, so often that just is a great idea. But, you know, I don't know. She might be the crazy one. If only she wrote into Am I Being Unreasonable, she would probably, you would really get a fuller sense of what the story is. Maybe. Okay, I've got one more. Am I overreacting to my husband's request that I take down photos of my mom and grandparents when his mom visits? They are displayed in our guest bedroom. I think his request was rude. I wonder if his mother even cares or if he just feels guilty. It's my house too. That's an interesting one. That's exactly the kind of slightly mundane one where you can't quite tell how it's going to be reacted to that is really the best type. Okay. That's a very... I think I have my initial take, but I want to hear yours first. Okay. Okay. So mine uh, is that your husband... And maybe his family are complete psychos. <laughs> okay. Saying 
you can't have photos of your family up when my family is here because my mom will get upset that she sees a picture of your mom instead of her or something. I don't even understand the argument is, is his issue. We don't have pictures up of my mom and grandma. So why should we have pictures up of your family? Or is his mom totally psycho and she does get really mad of like, why do I have to look at these people when I come to your house? There's definitely, this sounds like fully psycho to me though. I, I just, I like so many of these, I need more information, but I'm very confident that son and or his, I mean, husband and or his mom are psycho. Hmm. I had a different take. Uh, okay. I, I think maybe just because I enjoy so much when people disagree with the with the poster that I, my mm. instinct is to to say you're wrong. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But my my first thought was I think it does seem considerate to take down. Uh, post you know photos of the other person's family if they're staying in the guest bedroom if it's just what? Like a, you know a framed photograph i don't know what you have that, that photograph looking at you in your bedroom don't you think that if, to, if you were making it if you were setting up the room for someone wouldn't you take down like personal stuff like that that's about a different family would it you make it more I... sort of neutral they were staying there long term, mm. yes, or even like she's going to stay with us for a month. Let's clear it out so it can be her space. Yes, but just like your mom coming to visit and staying for a weekend, it's like she. I feel like your house is your house, and you have up what's. Up. I mean, well, yes, I, I think like- that's true. I mean, everyone, whether it's from the husband or his, actually from his mother, which I don't believe in it really is. But uh, yeah, obviously it's crazy that they would insist on doing this. But I don't think it's it's so totally crazy that I don't know. But if if he had her, if he just said, "Oh, can we do this?" I think it would be more polite. But she's writing it up as if he's like, "It's totally insist." You need to do this. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, it sounds it maybe it's just her not understanding it or her wanting to get. Um, a response that she is hoping for that makes her kind of vague or present it like mm-hmm. he has such an issue with this. Cause I mean, of course you want the person to agree with you. Who's going to give you advice. But um, I feel like I really need to understand the motivation for removing the pictures mm-hmm. Because if it is sort of a neutral thing where like, no, I don't want you to remove pictures of your family. I want you to remove anything from the room that isn't, you know, just completely neutral or or remove anything from the room that takes up space because my mom will want to set her stuff in there. So like she may be leaving out. She has up 60 photos of her mom you know, or she may be leaving out that her mom is um, Dolly Parton or uh, <laughs> someone um, yeah. who maybe you don't want to look at. Maybe her mom is uh, Lorena Bobbitt or some sort of famous 
a horrific female character that's she doesn't really want us to to piece that together because i i just really can't understand the motivation it she she definitely doesn't make it sound neutral. She makes it sound like it's specifically to do with photos mm. of her family and that her husband claims it's because her mom gets upset at seeing those photos. Yeah. It's it's a very strange one. I think my my ideal subreddit would be exactly the same as they are at the moment, but they make the other person post their version of the story as well. I would love that so much. Oh. Just to see not just to see what their version is, but what they leave out, what both of them think is in the most relevant information. Yes. Very different story. Or maybe we would get the same story and it's clear that he's, you know, completely crazy. But uh, I don't know. I think there would be, I can see a version of, of this one where he's not, where he's just thinking of it as a minor thing. Um Right. But yeah, if it, if it's as she describes, then he's insane. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's either he's insane or she's leaving out details so that he sounds worse. Yeah. I, would, um, I would especially like to know what the rest of the house is like in terms of photos of their families. Like, is the whole place covered in pictures of her family with none of right. these? That could be very relevant. But yeah, if it's just a true if, it, if they're normal people then he definitely sounds like the, the weird one here yeah and you know it could be that the wife is very passive aggressive and the reason she has pictures up of her family in the guest room is because she has something that's like i want you to feel less important than my family um i don't know these things happen yeah, we really need to get deeper into this. And it makes it so easy for people to leave out details or to kind of lie or mislead when they know the other person won't get to share their side. So like that would be really cool if you got to hear from both because then they would kind of know, oh, I can't really put it this way because sometimes that happens. we'll see that sometimes, true. Um, the, uh, you know, the husband or whatever will appear in the Reddit comments saying, oh, oh this is and, and this is not the, the version and they tell their own and then the comment section completely flips and everyone's like, oh, look at this comment. It completely changes the picture. And that's... Oh, wow. It's, oh, it's good when it happens. But, yeah. Yeah, that sounds very exciting. So you, okay. So you like having that window into people's relationships. Um, I mentioned Married at First Sight earlier. Have you ever watched that? Uh, I have not. It really is a fantastic show. This season and last season, there especially were a lot of fights that were just extreme. There are some really bad pairings here. And I know earlier I said people who believe reality shows are real or whatever, but some of them, some of them are, um, or there are, elements that are real like usually you can kind of tell like with the bachelor obviously some of it is real because people do get married and have kids on there so it's not totally made up but a lot of the drama and the oh i hate this person or oh surprise we ran into your ex at a music festival or whatever those things are set up and yeah but married at first sight like 
generally it's just all all real. I haven't seen anything that isn't. They just have them like we're going to have you guys go go on a boat today and we're going to have the husband say it was his idea. Like that's the most they'll do that you go, that wasn't your fucking idea. The producers told you to do this. I, I wish they wouldn't do the pretense. I don't like when shows do that. Oh, I want to do something romantic for my wife. So I, no, you didn't. They, they gave you the fucking candles and the dinner. I'm not stupid, but, um, but generally it's very real. And there's um, just some intense, intense relationship issues and, and often they do, you don't just watch the fights, but later they'll have to talk to the hosts of the show, which are like a psychologist and a sex therapist and a pastor. And they'll have to explain why they did that. And, you know, I think you would like it. So I'm saying. <laughs> I'll, I'll check it out. So before I let you go, have you thought about any other interests that you really want the world to know? If you're, if you're not happy with mum's net being your legacy. <laughs> I'm not sure there's much that is a significant improvement. I don't want to be known as the mum's net guy, but I don't really want to be known as the terrace house guy either. So that's. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no big single thing I would, you know, prefer to be remembered for if I, you know, die tomorrow. I guess I'm okay being the, the Reddit relationships guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not the gravestone, <laughs> but... <laughs> Okay. So I am going to give you a moment mm-hmm. to share about Terrace House. I, I watched it for a minute. I can't really do subtitle stuff. I need to be on my phone half the time. Um, it's a little too mild for me they all get along fairly well it seems like and i just I it just doesn't that's the best part i think that like the okay. the the reddit posts that are a bit mundane a little bit every day like photos in the guest room rather than you know he cheated on me with my sister or whatever the the slightly uh-huh. boring slightly mild ones i think make it so much more interesting when they have a disagreement and it's similar oh, okay. it's not it is kind there is mm, more set up than I think people initially think. It seems like it's very real for, at first because they're just living in a house, nothing much happens. But there definitely is more um, manipulation, I think, involved from the producers. But uh, it's a good show. I would recommend it to everyone who can read or who can stand to read <laughs> <laughs> during a, a half hour television show. But uh, it's very good. It's a Japanese. Okay, half hour television show, but how many episodes are in each season? <laughs> Isn't it like a thousand, like 24 episodes per season? And there's like 12 seasons. There's quite a few. Yeah, there's, there's on Netflix, I think there's maybe four, four different series. They split them up based on the different houses. Uh, so, yeah, four. Like Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean split up by houses well, they, they live in different they, like they do one in hawaii and they do one in tokyo and there was one in a different japanese city and they treat them kind of a separate series like they're not seasons and then within each series there's seasons they release i think it's like 12 episodes at once because uh, they've got to translate them and stuff but uh, yeah there's a lot but if you if you pick one then you it's about 
30, 40 episodes or something, I think, of a season. It's quite, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, it's not married at first sight that uh, I'm sure is. I can't, that is so much reading and that's just i would just have to be very interested to fully focus on a show for that many episodes it's it's it sneaks up on you it's catchier than than i think you would than it sounds certainly 